0: Today I have with me Louise Brace from Rental Tonic and we're going to be talking about branding. Now Louise delivered a terrific presentation to the Book Direct show in London in February called The Power of a Consistent Brand and I've just watched the replay and just really loved it. Very compelling delivery and presentation So I wanted to bring Louise on to share some of this information with us to show us how we can develop a great and consistent brand. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer. And with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not what's new and what will help make your business a success. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer, and I am super delighted to be back with you once again as July begins to roll into August. Well, it will at the end of this week, and we are into the second phase of summer, I guess. August for us is always an interesting month. Usually it's much more laid back people tend to be more laid back in august than they were in july and i always figured this was because in july they booked an early holiday so there's always that panic when they're coming to the end of their holiday that that's it you know they still got the rest of the summer stretching out ahead of us and their holiday's already over and i think it's you know, people tend to be a little bit more emotional about Vacations in July to make sure they are perfect, as opposed to those who vacation in August. They've already had the heat and maybe they've gone out and enjoyed some beach time with their kids and they've done outings. And now it's sort of the end of the summer and now they can take their vacation. And I don't know, it just seems maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's entirely off the charts type of explanation. But for some reason, you know, August, going into September, the the season of mists and mellow fruitfulness, and maybe guests are a little bit more mellow. I certainly hope so. We've had some not happy guests this year. Having said that, I know that 90% of our guests are having a fantastic time, and it's just those 10% that are just not coping with anything very well at the moment. Anyway, as we begin to move into the latter half of the summer, And into the fall, I've got so many plans for what I'm going to be doing when things really go quiet, as they will towards the end of September. And of course, as you know, we're building a new website, and I'm very. We we, and we've just changed our logo, and I'm really excited about that. It won't be released till the new website is released, and our full logo branding will be out there for everybody to see. But I got thinking about beyond the logo and. I talked about an About Us page a couple of weeks ago. I want to think beyond that too. And how can I I have the values behind our brand demonstrated completely across the website? So really thinking about that at the moment. And I've known Louise Brace uh, of Rental Tonic for a number of years. She's been on the podcast before. I'll put a, a link to that. And I know that she's going to be on the Book Direct Show, which is the online version at the end of September, talking about storytelling. So in my little bit of research on Louise, because I knew she was going to come on and talk to me, I found the presentation that she did to the Book Direct Show in London back in February. And it was called The Power of a Consistent Brand. And I just got immersed in this. And I'm going to put a link to Louise's website where you can see the the full text of this presentation as she goes through, you know, how you... Create your brand, how you define your business values, how you define your why, understanding what your ideal guests care about, and so on. And one of the things that got me was what she calls the so that rule. And I wanted to bring this to you. So sit down, get a cup of coffee, and listen to Louise Brace from, from Rental Tonic talking to me about branding. Well, hello. This is Heather Bayer and this is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, but it's also the YouTube video and this is really exciting that we're actually using YouTube as well. I feel do you remember that uh, that old Gary Larson cartoon that had the dog on a on a high wire and I think the caption was "Fido was an old dog and he knew this was a new trick." <laughs> I'm really feeling this myself at the moment. Anyhow, I want to bring in my guest today, who is Louise Brace from the Rental Tonic. And it's an absolute pleasure to have you with me today, Louise. And we're going to be talking about the power of a consistent brand. And this is the, the reason I wanted to do this was because. I knew you're talking at the Book Direct Summit, which is going to be online, and we're going to have more information on that later. But I knew you're going to be talking there about power storytelling. And, and yes. I thought, oh, let's have Louise on and we'll talk about power storytelling. And then I went back to look at your website, Rental Tonic, and I caught the previous presentation that you'd done back in February on branding. And, and I thought, well, this would be a great introduction to you for the audience to learn more about you because I don't want to give away all your power of storytelling stuff because we want people to come to the summit. And talk Absolutely. To <laughs> you're
1: welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for inviting me, Heather. It's just so good to, to be talking to you today. And I know we talked years and years ago, <laughs> so it's been quite a few years. So I'm super excited to be talking to you again today. And you're talking to me from Spain, right? I am talking to you from a very, very hot Malaga province, Costa del Sol. Yes.
0: You had done this presentation at well, the Book Direct Show in mm-hmm. February in London. I think that was sort of cut a bit short, wasn't it? Because it was it was sort of on that date that everything locked down. Is that right? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it wasn't cut short it was only a day conference but it was literally on the, the the that that moment when everything shut down so I come from Spain to London to do to talk at the conference and on my way back everybody was starting to wear masks so it was about two weeks after that that everything went well certainly here in Spain everything went into lockdown yeah so it yeah, was it was
0: great that we got it in just beforehand <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So you just said you just talked about Spain. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing in Spain with that English accent, and how. And you know, love to hear what it's like in Spain at the moment as well.
1: Yeah, it's uh, well. I've been in Spain 18 years, so I, I'm a, a Londoner. Um, I went came to Spain for the experience. Thought I would be here for a year, and I've been here ever since. So I've been here 18 years. Um, it's, I mean, it's an amazing place in the fact that it's you know I have such a different life here that I would have had in London um, I have the, the the beach and I have amazing weather um, andalusia where I live is just such an incredibly diverse region I love it I mean I love going out and exploring um, and I have a daughter who's 13 who is more Spanish than English And but when she 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 can switch from language to language. When she speaks English, she speaks in a totally English accent. And obviously, when she's Spanish, she's completely Spanish or Andalus. Business here. I mean, obviously, I I live in a a very very popular tourist destination um, of the Costa del Sol. So we just we have just opened up on the sixth of July for tourists. So yeah, there's there's uh, quite not as much obviously as there would normally be. But we still you still see a lot of tourists. Out here at the moment, so it's um, yeah. I mean, it's it's good in some ways. I mean, we're we're on um, compulsory mask wearing at the moment, um, so everybody's here in forty degrees, <laughs> walking around Marbella in a mask.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, isn't it, isn't it weird when you think that this is worldwide—that yes. wherever you go in the world, you're going to see this? Uh, it's, I just it's crazy. Yeah, uh, it's it's it, it is completely. Completely crazy, and we 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 don't know when we're going to see the end of it, but you know, hey, we will roll with it. Um, exactly so- we will and we are. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your background in vacation rentals.
1: OK, um, well, so I've been I mean, I've been a marketeer for well, for practically all my life. Um, and when I came to Spain, I came as a communication director for a real estate, comp- a real estate network, like an MLS, like the, the US. And I guess in Canada is the same. You're kind of on a network. And I was there for a year and I realised that there was a need to have an advertising agency that was crossing language borders, really, between English business. Businesses and Spanish businesses. So I set up my own company. Um, and very early on, I found myself working with um, resorts, like holiday resorts here on the Costa del Sol. So I guess that's where my first, that was probably about 15 years ago. That was where I first started working in tourism. And my first foray into like vacation rentals, um, I was blogging for a city break, um, a European city break um, portal. And from there, I became the um, one of the editors at SpainHoliday.com, which was uh, SpainHoliday.com has existed before the Airbnbs and the home aways of this world. I mean, I think they've been around for around twenty years now, um, and they obviously their their niche is Spain. And I was well, this is when I spoke to you. I was um, writing for owners, so writing all about marketing tips for owners um, and how to improve their marketing, how to improve their, their Businesses, and from there I just went on to Rental Tonic, so stepped away from the OTA and um, went direct <laughs> to help owners get their book direct, but you know their their direct bookings,
0: and I've been that, that, there ever since. <laughs> that, that's fantastic, and it's, isn't it? It's amazing to see this movement that that really started very. I mean, because it's a full circle thing, isn't it? I know I I started back twenty five years ago. We didn't have any OTAs, so it was all booked direct. And then yes. it's like so exciting that these OTAs came along and they they gave us all these tools and brought us so much traffic. And then little by little, they eroded our our contact and our, they eroded our businesses because our businesses yes. are based on relationships. And exactly. And once those relationships were gone, I think we we're all sitting out. there. For those of us particularly who've been in the business a long time. Sitting out there, raising a hand, saying, "Well, where's it all gone? Where's the relationship and the connection that we have with with our guests?" But so, so we're dealing with with a lot of us old old because they old people, <laughs> you know, the people who have been around a long time, and and of course those who who came into the business maybe you know after Airbnb and after Expedia and that's all they've known. So yes, I I think it's it's down to us. Who who knew what life was like before OTAs and how much better it was to to be able to teach them to get exactly. back that, uh, that that foundation exactly and and to share the history
1: and you know the the story behind you know where it started um, and you know how great you know it can be again um, as long as we have the right tools and practices in in place.
0: Yeah, ab- uh, absolutely. So, so this is what you know. What was the Book Direct Show was was all about back in back yes. in February. Amy Hinote from VRM Intel have been, has been promoting this for the past few years. We've had February the seventh, or I think the first Wednesday in February, which has always been the, sort of the Book Direct Day. Oh, but we've cool, realised that. But well, that's what we, you know across um, across the US. Yes. Uh-huh. Um. But now, you know, I, I think I spoke to Amy after that and said, you know. There's no day about it. It's got to be 365 days a year that we're promoting this. Exactly. Not just- exactly. Uh, so I want to move on to to talking about your specialism, which is which is branding. Because if you're just going to sit sit with an OTA and just post on Airbnb and Expedia, you really need do nothing else. You can just, I mean, you can have a fancy listing and, and perhaps you can put your values and your voice in your listing, but that's all. But in the presentation you did in London in February. You were talking about a consistent brand and really developing your own brand and then permeating it across your in, in, entire landscape, I guess, of connection with the guests. Is that right? Exactly. Um, and I think it's quite important to,
1: to mention here um, that you know, I've never been actually a branding expert. When I spoke to Damien back um, last year about the the show and we we discussed the different topics that I could talk about. And we discussed branding and I said, okay, let's do branding. Let's do it. Because what I'm doing is digital marketing. And what I'm really really like is my core 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 is 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 the storytelling so it's about you know developing the experience um that an owner provides to a guest and just making it wonderful you know making it something really special and really resonating with you know the guests the ideal guests um through your marketing and when I looked at the process that I go through with a client when we're creating this, you know, this experience, it was really all about creating that brand story. It's just something I've never really called it that before. (laughs) It was all about, you know, the experience and storytelling. But you know, when you when I looked at it, and when I was speaking to Damon, I was like, well, yeah, what we're doing is we're creating a wonderful brand that people are going to resonate with, and that's memorable. And you know, you're not just going to be stuck with all of the other listings on your Airbnb and your home away so um, yeah so
0: <laughs> so I'll put in in the show notes um and down below here on YouTube the link to the blog post that you yeah. did okay and people can go and have a look at because basically what we're going to talk about right now is you know just to sort of elaborating on that uh, so I'd, I'd like to start with asking you what 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 is a brand value you, t- you talk about brand values what does that actually yeah. mean Okay, so the fact that you think of sort of the, the Nike symbol. or the Microsoft symbol or the Apple symbol, but there's a lot yeah. more behind.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, a brand also your brand value. So a brand really starts with, um, yeah, people think about it as the logo or your name, but actually, the your brand should be, um, you know, that your cut the customer perception. So what people's perception is of you, um, and that all comes through. Really, the starting point are are your values. Okay, so your values are a set of I don't like to say rules because that kind of brings it into a, you know, into a into a box and they shouldn't be in a box. But your brand values are really what you stand for as a company, Um, why you do what you do, not how you do what you do or what you do, because people aren't really interested in that. They don't care what tools you use. They don't care about the processes that that you use. They want to know why you do what you do. And so when you think about your brand values, it's about why you're in business, why you love what you do. And it's kind of nailing about what what really matters to your customer.
0: So, in that presentation you did, you talked. You 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 specified one particular brand that you loved, and you said, you know, you, you're not going to look at VRBO or Airbnb. I'm going to look at this company called the Thinking Traveler. Yeah. What is it about them that um, that embodies the whole idea of brand values?
1: Because I mean, this is a company that, as we said, I mean, they have developed a brand where their clients come back to them. Again and again. I mean, this is a company that has started. They're just a couple. um, uh, You know, Rossella and Hugh. They Rossella is from Italy, um, and their their core destination was originally Italy and they're now in, in the I think it's the you say the Ionian islands in of Greece and they you know they just had a passion for Italy and they decided to start this company called the Thinking Traveller and they started from scratch and they have built up a business without the OTAs and they have built it on core values okay and those core values which people will be able to see in great detail um, if they read the blog but um, so they're only exceptional villas um, so they say that they're defined by the quality of their villas and take on only a fraction of those that are offered to them so all are available exclusively through them because only then can they create the enduring partnerships that they that give the quality to their clients okay and that they have come to expect from them when they're booking through the thinking traveler always informed so whether whether when they're helping a client, when they're helping a guest to choose the perfect villa um, and to plan the details of their holiday, um, they're supporting them from right from choosing through to the experience when they arrive and going the extra mile. So they say that they're driven by the desire um, to deliver exceptional experiences, to exceed expectations. And they are proactive and they understand that the things that little things can mean a great deal. So these are what you would call as values and your values should be both company centric and client centric. So they have to be important to you, um, but you have to understand then how to communicate those in a customer centric way. So what's important to you and make those what is important to the customer, to the guest.
0: So we could go over to the, their website, I, I guess, and actually see this embodied in their website. Yes, you can. Yeah. Okay. Yes, well, I'll so make sure new- put that on the show notes so you know, we can go check that out.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I think so. Actually, don't know. I will tell you what, you can see um, if you go to the Thinking Traveler website, you can see their um, their mission statement. Okay. So their their values. So when you have values, you can condense those values into a mission statement. So their mission statement is taken from their values. So you can go and read their mission statement on the website. And so your claims, um, sorry, your, your values might then become your claims. So when you're on, for example, the homepage of a website, of, 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 your, of, a, of a, um, a vacation rental website, you might have your three claims. And that's when you've turned your values into guest-centric claims.
0: So when you say claims, what do you actually mean?
1: Your claims are, for example, they're your only exceptional villas. It depends. Everybody is unique. Everybody is individual. So thinking about your values and making them customer-centric, they might become your claims. So what you can really say which makes you special, which makes your business resonate, it's you know becoming the why, the why okay. people should choose you.
0: Okay, so why
1: do we need to know the why? Okay, so most of us are when we're writing content or when we're talking or when we're presenting our businesses, we tend to talk about what we do and how we do it. And we're really good at explaining it. Okay. But most of our guests, they, they just don't care. Really. They, they, they really don't care. What they want to know is why. Okay. So they want to know um, why our business, what's the differentiator. Um, so yeah, so why do we do what we do? Why do we love what we do? Uh, what differentiates us from the competition?
0: Okay, perfect. You had a really great slide, and I'm just going to show it in a second, which is called the so that rules. So, how yeah. does that play in? What, what, what does that actually mean? I'm just going to put this up now. Yeah. The so <laughs>
1: Okay, so the so that rule is something that I've been using in writing content for vacation rentals for so many years, um, and it's something that I learned from a an amazing copywriter. And it is all about turning around what you do into why it's important for your guest. Okay, so you think about what you do and how you do it, which is kind of the boring stuff, and then you decide on how that actually benefits your guests. So it it becomes a, so that in every message you deliver to the market. And you can see some examples, really simple examples here that kind of answers a customer question. So, you know, we're always talking about the, you know, that that people really now when you're writing content, you're writing content, which answers a search inquiry. Well, this does that on a very basic format. It might be We do all the work so that you can enjoy your holiday. Uh, We provide an insider's local guide so that you get to visit the best places in one weekend. We provide mattress toppers so that you'll get the best night's sleep. Uh, We provide baby and kids equipment for free so that you don't have to rent it or, or bring your own. It's just a way of turning around what you do into what's important for the guests so that they can immediately say, right, this company does this because I need that. Um, and that's the so that rule. That's a really basic level. But when you you can really take it up a notch, and you can really start to resonate with the guests when you take it up a notch.
0: So, do you actually use? You know, if you're in your content in in your copy, do you actually use both parts of that? We do this so that, or is, yes. or is it or so that? Yeah. Bit just I mean, right. yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: on. I mean, yes. Um, in some. In some sections, um, you make it very simple and you know we're this is why we do it. again it 's all about this is why we do what we do because we know that this is what you need we 're making it customer centric um, but for example, if you take it up a notch um, you don 't have to say so that in in every message that you do but for example I mean an, an example that I can you know go through now that we went through at the the Book Direct conference, which I just I, I just love it, which uh, a, a client put together. So they're a really hands on property management company, um, and there they have this mission statement that you is is. You know, it's using the so that, but without using the word so that. So they say we provide luxury surroundings ideal for families and short term visitors on business and leisure who simply want something more relaxed and akin to the atmosphere they have at home. Our secret is simply that we look after our guests very well, whatever they ask for. If we can, we will. If Mm. we can, we will. It's just it's just such a simple statement, but it's just taking the so that concept up a notch.
0: I I love this because I, you know, I I immediately got to thinking some of the things that we do as a company. You know, we're seventy percent of our properties accept pets, Uh so so that you know uh, the majority all our guests can bring that can can have their pets enjoy just the same sort of vacation as they do
1: exactly and i mean right now you know with 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 the whole concept of you know domestic travel i mean certainly i can say here i mean domestic travel in spain is is massive anyway because the spanish tend to prefer to put their money into the you know the the country's economy Um, but as domestic travel grows bigger throughout the world you know things like you know pet friendly vacation rentals you know to really kind of push that and you know to to take it into that customer centric you know this is what we do because we know that you need to bring your furry friend or (laughs) you know your uh with you then then fantastic yeah
0: Yes, I can. I can see that applying it. It it, really, it actually gets, it, it gets. You know, my thinking juices going. Um, I, I we're we're currently redoing our website for our property management company, uh-huh. so I want to have our values permeate our brand and and go right the way across the website with with different articles and posts and and the content we put on there. And of course, you know, one of the things, the big things for us is being pet friendly. It's also mm-hmm. also about you know we want to to share our countryside um yeah. so that you can experience life outside the confines of the city and the confines of your condos because yes. that's where most people have been for the last 3 or 4 months exactly. stuck in their condo in the city so so this this is this is great it's got me thinking about the way I'm creating the content in a different way. So that that's fantastic. So I'd like to see some examples of, of some people's, so how, how that, so that rule works for them. Um, yeah,
1: okay. We just, I just also, I've been just thinking on that. It was completely off the, off the, conversation there but I've just I have a a client who has a a villa collection in Spain and we just put a series of emails together for owners and one of them was like hey you know if you're not pet friendly now you really should be and this is what you need to do to make it pet friendly and um, you know she was so surprised how many people were like yeah you know it's domestic travel is just on the up and I want to be pet friendly now.
0: Yes. Yeah. Big, big thing. I mean, huge in, in our part of the world. And, you know, 70% of our our properties are pet friendly. What that means for those owners who aren't is that they're only capturing a, a much smaller part of the market because it's around 65% of our, of our guests actually have a pet. So they actually mm-hmm. it's very well. But then you've just got the 30 odd percent that aren't pet friendly and they can struggle a little sometimes. So- yeah. That's a great new idea for me too. <laughs> um, <It> worked. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Now you talked in the um, in the presentation. You talked about the technical, functional, and emotional benefits of consistent branding. So can you um, enlarge on that a little bit?
1: Yeah, I mean it's about also when you're kind of creating brand and you're starting to st- uh, write your story. You need to think about what features your property um, or properties offer and what are going to be the emotional benefits and what are going to be the functional benefits of your business to the guest and so i was talking about a way that i often do this with clients which is like really really old school but it's called a pyramid strategy and it might be old school but actually um, google used it to develop their google play brand so i guess um
0: it's old school but it works (laughs) still with us you know Um, exactly (laughs) centuries ago that's still with us i suppose we could call that old school (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So
1: um, first of all, I mean, there there are just different things that you need to consider. So um, first of all, you have your specialist, your features and attributes, and they're the specialist benefits that you offer. Um, And essentially, they kind of help you to define what you do as a company. You're asking questions about yourself, such as, um, how is our business benefiting our guests? How am I going to make money? And what are we offering? Um, and then you go on to the functional benefits, and that's um, really talking about um, essentially what your customers get when they buy into your business. So, for example, I use my own functional benefits, which were um, when you work with Rental Tonic, you get a bespoke marketing re- remedy, uh, which will help you to achieve from zero bookings to fully booked. Then you go onto your emotional benefits, and this is really where it, uh, your brand starts to stand out from the crowd. Where you really start to, um, you know, highlight how your brand makes your client feel uh, based on your messaging and what you do for them. And so this is where your whys come into play. And then uh, we have what's called the brand product persona. Um, and this is a compilation of your values. So they're your personality traits, um, your attitudes in business. Um, and when you showcase them, um, you, it helps you to connect with your ideal guests. So it's a bit like when you develop your ideal guest profile, uh, but you're kind of turning it around on yourself. And then you have your brand idea. And this is really the essence of your brand. Um, it, and it, what, it's what drives your positioning in the market. So it's kind of like the, the reason why your customers will care about you. Um, and it's condensing everything that you have learned from your pyramid and what you've learned from your brand values and from your so that messages. And it's turning it really round into one short sentence. So, for example, Apple's brand is Apple's brand message is empowering people through technology. So um, we say it's your company's DNA.
0: So is this your, is this a tagline? Um, well, it,
1: yeah, it can become it becomes your tagline. So things like you just do it for Nike, think different for for Apple, and then um, yeah. So so those, those are your taglines.
0: Okay, well let's let's elaborate on that a bit because I, I, okay. was, really taken, I was really taken with the slide <laughs> you did in your presentation. Which, okay, which the was, pink one. The pink one. <laughs> a perfect tagline. Um, yes, that, because that's something we'd like to do, you know, with our uh-huh. cottage country experience. But it's a, a cottage country experience. Doesn't I mean? It does sort of describe it, but it doesn't describe what the experience is. But of course, yes. you've got to come down to this. You know, what two or three words, words or sentences? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I see you of edit the content down to one or two sentences, but maybe you edit it further. So where where do you start on this, on this graphic, which, okay, where, where do you we'll start from the top? Okay. So, um,
1: uh, starting from the, the very top. Okay. So sharing your concept. Okay. So one of the best ways to create a tagline is really to share the concept um, and to create a space for idea sharing. So whether that be with your team, whether it be with your family, friends, or your peer groups, or an agency, whatever, um start to share with them what you feel about your company and get their feedback. And then mm-hmm. heading over then to the right. So we're going clockwise. Um, we are then looking at um, not being af- afraid to think outside of the box and actually away from the office, because sometimes our I- best ideas come when we're outside of the office and we're we're not thinking actually about our businesses and our work. So, so walking away um, and just thinking a little bit creatively. Um, the next uh, tip is to start long and edit down. Okay, so Communicating a, a clear message in just a few words is actually very difficult. Um, I, I'm a copywriter. <laughs> I hate <laughs> cutting down anything. I, when I write something, I want everything to be included. Um, but of course, I understand um, that that that's not possible. So one way I've actually found to come up with ideas and for taglines for my clients is to start long and edit down. So to begin with, we're writing exactly what our our business delivers to our guests in as many words as it takes. Um, So it could be a paragraph, it could be two, it could be a novel, um, whatever it it takes. And then um, remember um, after that to think about our emotional benefits, okay, Um, not just the technical and functional ones. So the ones that are really going to Resonate with our ideal guests—the the whys, not just the hows and the whats. Next, we're going to take our paragraph, hopefully just a paragraph, um, and we're going to take what we've written down and edit it down to just one or two sentences. And then we repeat that process to make it one sentence or just a few words. And then the, uh, the idea is to take that final piece of copy and just play with it. Think of a different, some different versions, rewrite it, change out words, um, experiment with different lengths. Um, and the whole process just helps you to distill all of your thoughts, everything you wanted to share about your business um, and put it into one short, memorable tagline. And at the very end is uh, the, uh, is basically one of the most important tips that I can give anybody is to be clear and not clever and the idea is that what you have at the end of that is your um, tagline which is clarity of message um, creativity of phrasing and obviously the inclusion of your benefits and voila you should have your tagline
0: that's fantastic i love that i'm going to going to go around that circle and okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know just you have a couple of- of examples you know l'oreal because you're worth it <laughs> exactly um
1: yeah well you must share with me your your findings and your your final um your final yeah. ideas
0: yeah i absolutely will you know some other ones you know um, my, my listeners in in the u.s will know dunkin donuts with america runs on Dunkin', mm-hmm. which i dispute somehow but uh, but mcdonald's i'm loving it you know this the, the, and the, this is all these started probably with your multiple paragraphs and then distilled right down to to the couple of uh, of words so i think this is this is great i'd love everybody to really think about this and think about how you can create you know your your own tagline so louise if um i mean give give me the advice go on i'm 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 yeah. all up for the i'm all up for the free advice <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, you know what? I was just I was just um, I was just going to say, actually, when you were talking about all those taglines, one of the taglines that I used as an example in the show, um, which I absolutely love. Um, I, d- I don't know this company. I haven't worked with them. I mean, I know them, obviously, but I've no, have, they're not clients or anything. But uh, when I was doing my research, I, I found a company called MagicStay.com and they are um, they, they their, their business is all about um, accommodation for business travel travelers. And their tagline is rest well, work better. I mean, you know, what more? How about how 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 can you improve on that tagline? It says exactly, you know, you're going to have a great night's sleep and you're going to have a better day's work. Perfect.
0: (laughs) Yes, I I I love that. I shall seek out. I shall seek out some more. So uh, so, what would you advise somebody who is you know considering perhaps rebranding or just getting into this, particularly just getting into direct booking? where they've got to really look at how they're delivering their message because you know amongst other things they've got to create trust confidence they've they've got to deliver that entire message that that sends out to guests that I'm trustworthy I'm going to deliver what I say I'm going to deliver so how how mm-hmm. do they go about starting this what do you think their core tasks are Probably I'm going to just
1: talk about two really cheesy, cliche things here. But um, first of all, you really have to – if you want to have a brand, if you want to have a successful um, vacation rental brand, um, you really have to nail your ideal guest. I mean, Mm. I know some people – some uh, one amazing guy that you know very well, and I work with loads in the industry, he hates the ideal guest. But, um, you know, when I'm working with clients from who are, who are really starting up, and that you know, they, they immediately are like they're scared because they want to target like a mass audience. But you can't really build a successful brand unless you're McDonald's and you have like 50 trillion dollars to spend on um marketing, you can't really. Um, create uh, an engaging and a successful brand if you don't know who you're talking to. So really nailing your ideal guest and not being scared not to attract everybody, you know, re- really to sort of work out who you want to be working with, who you want to stay in your accommodation. And then obviously, as we've discussed here, thinking about values, why you're doing what you're doing, why you love doing what you're doing and i was about to say then that really i can't stand the word really but why you're passionate about what what why you what you do but it is important to know as a business what's in your heart you know why you want to be doing what you're doing and what you want to give to your guests and then taking your business through the process that i've just talked about so thinking about your values um thinking about how you can Translate those into customer centric values and your why's, why people are going to want to spend their money with you. And then starting to develop all of the the, the story around your business. And ultimately, it's the, your brand is the identity of your business and it's how it makes people feel. So once you've got all of those in place, you need to make sure that every single touch point uh, where guests can connect with you mm-hmm. delivers that. Delivers your values, delivers your whys, um, and um, you know, so that they that your business is represented
0: in the right, right way. Oh, well, that's, so I I, that's I, I great. You said that because because that ties into the presentation that I'm doing at Book, at Book Direct, which is which, which is your dream there to be in there. Um, you know that engaging at every single one of those touch wins um, Exactly. But I can, definitely bring in some of that as well so segueing into the uh, the book direct summit yes. what, uh, <laughs> what are you going to be talking about there
1: okay so i'm going to be taking the whole concept of um the you know the, the branding so from right from what well, obviously I've just taken in February, I, I talked about the brand and how to develop your your brand values and you know, how your brand should be resonating with your guests. And now what I'm going to do is just dig deeper and talk about content. So how creating a great story will drive more direct bookings.
0: Oh, that's that's perfect. So the book direct book direct summit, of course, is on at the end of September, beginning of October. I shall put that into the show notes. Um, tickets are on sale. I am so excited about this because I've seen some of the topics and I've been to, I've lost count of the amount of conferences I, I have been to. And and many of them skirt around this topic, and but this is the only one so far that that really hones right in onto all the things that you can do all the things that you need to do and the how to's of book direct so yeah so i mean this this is this is not an expensive um expensive thing to do (laughs) you know conferences i always consider you know if i'm going to a conference it's two thousand dollars whatever that is in euros but two thousand Canadian, U.S. dollars, whatever, to actually get to the conference, to get on the airplane, to book your hotel room, the conference tickets. I mean, some of them are just well in excess of three thousand at, at this mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. But this is this is very inexpensive, and you can sit in your PJs and watch it. I know, and I mean exactly. So you can, you know, it doesn't matter where you
1: are in the world, and it doesn't matter what time it is. You can, you know, get up and just, you know, gra- grab a coffee and 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 pick and choose the. You know, obviously because it's virtual this 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 time around, you can pick and choose the the presentations that you want to listen to. But as you said, I've had, a you know, been sort of every week checking out, you know, the the the, the new speakers that are coming on and there are just so many super interesting um, presentations going on. I mean, even when we were just on the, even when we were just in February and, and it was just a day, I mean, I was just in awe of all of the, the information that was coming out. So this now with two days in your PJs, if you want, what more? And we're going to, and I think that, damien's organizing some virtual networks networking and you know yeah. so we you can all bring your own bottle and and chat with <laughs> the industry well, I've,
0: I've Having having organized my own conferences three times now um you know i know what it's like to do the in-person conference but i uh-huh. you know i see the work that's going on at the moment damien and debbie and and the other members of the team to actually pull this together and i'm I'm really, really impressed. I wouldn't want to be doing it right now. Yeah, <laughs> I know difficult time. I'm having time, to, turn but you... <laughs> to turn up on the day and say hi. This is me, and I'm talking about dream there to being there, and, uh, <laughs> and that's after my forty minutes or so. I'm done. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to Barcelona.
1: So because it's they hot. It's being well. Uh, That's the plan. Uh, At the moment, Barcelona, Catalonia is the one region that's actually gone back down into shutting off the borders. So we should see what happens between now and the end of September. Um, But it's going to be good. Wherever in the world you are, it's going to be good.
0: (laughs) That's fantastic. Well, I I, I wish you all the best for that. And uh, I just want to thank you so much much for joining me. Um, It's been it's been absolutely. Pleasure talking to you again. I think it was about six years ago. You know,
1: it was a while ago. I know it was a while ago, and I was trying to think about the subject that we talked about, but um,
0: yeah, I think it was I, about I, I, uh, that, I might find that episode and put a <laughs> link to it. But if it was one of the very early ones, you know, I'm I'm now on episode three hundred, and I think this one will be three hundred and forty-eight. Yeah, um, wow, that one. It's I been think, archived. <laughs> Yeah, it was down in the. I don't think it was. It was sort of seventy-five or something like that. <laughs> Wasn't as practiced as I am now, but you know, <laughs> uh, it's. It was still. I. I remember it because it still had really good, really good content value. So I will. I will find it and stick it up. Oh. That. So. <laughs> Thank you, you so much, Heather. I'll enjoy your forty-degree temperatures with your mask on. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'd and. Love- uh, in barcelona that would be really nice but uh, it is not to be i was meant to be in barcelona for the Kigo conference in in march and had to mm-hmm. cancel so next year
1: next year we'll meet somewhere in the world that sounds in real life
0: <laughs> not virtually <laughs> that, yeah that sounds absolutely perfect so anyway okay. thank you, thank was, you. It's been great talking to you and uh, and we shall meet sometime soon thank you very much Thank you. Well, that's it for today, folks. We are, um, we are. I'll wrap this up and get this up on YouTube. And don't forget, just go down below. You can check out the link to Louise's blog post. I'll put a, So that's a link to Rental Tonic. There's a link to the Book Direct Summit. And uh, so everything's down there for you. So thanks very much for being with me today. Well, that was great. Thank you so much, Louise, for joining me. Always, always a pleasure. And, and I love that conversation about branding. And it gives me a lot to think about, particularly as we move on into really building out our website over the next month or so. So and really got me thinking about a tagline too. That's a great process. So if you've got taglines, I'd love to hear them. Send me a message. Send me a message to Heather at vacationrentalformula.com. Let me know your tagline, or just go to the show notes and, and give me a shout. I would love that. Okay, that's it for another week. As I mentioned, I'd love you to go on over to our YouTube channel, which is Vacation Rental Formula, and subscribe to that. I will be posting a lot more videos over the next couple of weeks. So, and they will be short bite-sized ones that just give a little bit more insight into some of the things that we've been talking about in the, uh, in the podcast also of course if you've got any comments on this episode or any other episode then go to the show notes and let me know leave me a comment and of course if you can leave me a review on itunes or whatever platform that you listen to your podcasts on so there we go Uh, another week done and of course i'll be with you again next week it's been a pleasure as ever being with you If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.